0: so like i'm going to have to like try to watch my mouth cuz i'm trying not to get sued this is our podcast this is Mike Shane and Brian
1: all right everybody welcome to the podcast we got together tonight to uh talk some shit about subjects uh and i think we're going to get into uh boys competing in girls sports i think that there is some advantages in athletic competition you know, especially uh, physical variety that would give a guy a certain advantage mm-hmm. over a woman. Like if uh, if at any point a girl had the uh, the level of testosterone that's naturally coursing through a 14-year-old boy's system, it would be considered performance-enhancing.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and uh, I seen an article the other day where a, uh, a boy in Texas won... Won some kind of championship. I guess it was a state championship in Texas. But he was in the girls' league. You know, he was
2: competing against girls. And then he got to the school the next day and his friends beat the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what needs to happen. I don't know, man. Like
1: there's uh, like whenever you just scratch the surface of it, you kind of want to think that what's the big deal? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to uh, think, you know, it's just kids competing and this and that. But whenever you get to high school level sports, where the separation starts to become obvious between boys and girls, yeah. and whenever you're talking about high school level sports, you also get into an area where you're talking about scholarships, stuff that can affect people for the rest of their life. You know, so is it fair to have somebody that has that, even if they don't, if they took, uh, you know, something to calm their system down at one point or another? they have probably had the testosterone in their system to help them compete at a different level than most women.
2: Well, I mean, I figure this. Uh, we're, we're different for a reason. Now, let's, let's throw out a broad, wide net. You don't have women competing uh, to be equal as men. We want equal pay for the same work. Uh, we want to be equal as far as, uh, you know, everything. But in the same sense, you have women saying, we want uh, to be separate. WNBA is an awesome league. It's all women. Now, if we're talking about skill, there's no doubt that some of these women, no matter what sport, possess great skill. I mean, sometimes skills greater than men, and that's wonderful. But when you get into sports where you add in spice of aggression, just strength, and all out just... I can't say meanness. There's some mean bitches out there. I mean, that definitely changes the game. I mean, when we're talking about just aggression, honey, if you're gonna take something or you're gonna make me take something to calm my system down, so we can level the playing field, right there you're admitting the playing field ain't level, and you shouldn't be in this league anyway. Now, why do the why does the WNBA get paid a quarter of what NBA players do? That ain't my bad. I don't know. But I'll say this. The lingerie football league was the best thing going. I watched every game I possibly could.
1: <laughs> like you're talking about WNBA, you know, and I'm not gonna bag on it or anything like that, but I do not watch it. No,
0: the fans ain't there.
1: Does does do you
2: watch it? If it's if it's televised. I mean yeah, I like basketball. I mean, if we're talking I like basketball, I like skill. Now am I into it like NBA and I I got things riding on this game? No. Hey, and if you and if you feel some type of way about women
1: not getting paid what they should in a sport cuz cuz like I you get brought up that the soccer thing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh like these women they are in their league. They're better than the men. The American women are better than the men far as winning championships and this yeah. and that. Yeah. But even them being that much better they bring in a fraction of the money the men do because that's the sport everybody watches. And if you really want, okay, you want to the
2: women to be paid equal, well, take your attitude and support them, you know? Or so, take your attitude and don't support the big sponsors because that's where the money is. You got a men's team that's sponsored by Coca-Cola, and Coca-Cola's all on their jersey. Nike's making their jersey, and you go to the WD- WNBA, and they got to sell their entire front and back of their yeah, jersey to shit. freaking mom and pops rolls
0: just to <laughs> you know just to have water in the damn water cooler well yeah, wasn't all the, go ahead what wasn't it like during the summer olympics that like the women's basketball team came out and was talking shit because like you know the the guys from the nba had like his magnificent like gym and stuff, where yeah. and then there was facilities. like there was like average Joe gym, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it was just like run down and yes. shit.
2: I mean, it, it almost brings you back, and I, I hate to throw the spice on it, but um, make make a difference if you want to make a difference, and it's something that's really important to you. Take a stand. I mean, t- tell everybody don't don't buy Coca Cola until they start uh sponsoring men's and women's sports equally.
1: Well, and you know why uh, why Coca-Cola don't put the money into WNBA players that they put into NBA players and NFL players and lingerie football is because they don't see a return.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, it has nothing to do with whether they like women or not or anything like that. If, if they seen return by putting a WNBA
2: player on the TV, they would business decision yeah business decision uh britney griner is she she's awesome at the league. Yeah. seven oh, yeah. seven foot whatever great is she a kevin durant nah do y'all go out to see her like kevin durant no no nah. now i'm gonna bring this supporting big things and supporting little things y'all need to support this motherfucking podcast yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yes, that's a fact. Support this podcast. Hit the like button. If you're listening to it right now, hit the, hit the subscribe button. Y'all are fi- following uh, this Playboy chick who's talking about nothing but... Well,
1: I can't say that. I don't have nice titties, man. Nah. I, it's hard to compete with nice titties.
2: I've held them before. I can't do it. But
1: I don't... You know what, man? Sometimes I think about the whole guys competing against girls in sports, and sometimes I think that I might actually be for it. And I'm let me explain to you what I mean. Most of the time I can't I haven't talked to a guy yet that thinks that it's fair. I have talked to several women that think that it's fair. That think that well women can be as good as a guy at this and that and I ain't saying that a woman can't. So I say let Give it to him. Let the guys compete <clears throat> and let a guy have every record in women's sports let let guys have every scholarship that was meant to be for women Mm -hmm. and let them get what they want in a way you know because whenever i think about like like say your daughter has been a track athlete since she was in grade school and she's the best like she's the best thing going she's talent and then to be at a senior level and have a guy come snatch her scholarship would but, but if they want it, I mean, let that's them have true. their fair shot. I mean, if you got a guy that's competing 132nd in the world in men's hurdles and comes over to women's
2: hurdles and gets first place and gets their scholarship. smoke them. They can't beat Usain Bolt, but
0: if
2: I go over here, I can be standing on the platform. I mean, what, what do you tell them? If you have a chick that has skill and talent, that's great. I know it may be, I don't want to sound chauvinistic when I say this, but women's sports is women's sports for a reason. We're not talking about uh, work in a job place. We're not talking about uh, mental work. We're not talking about working with your hands. I know some bitches. I know some ladies that can weld. Yeah. I know some oh, yeah. ladies that can hey, build a damn engine. I've worked with women in the mines that are toe-to-toe with you, man. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I have. Yeah. But when we're talking about things that rely on your physical genetic makeup, even the worst NBA athlete, physically and genetically, has an advantage. Yeah, and he just does.
1: Yeah, and also you think about like uh, like people talk about tennis, like like Serena Williams could compete with the guys. Awesome. And awesome. she'd awesome. probably tear
0: their ass up. And she, can. she will,
1: yeah. And she can compete with the guys in tennis. But how many of those other women can?
0: Mhm.
1: Besides Serena, what other women's tennis player
2: do you think would have a shot at one of the top guys in the in the world? I don't know. I think a couple of women. This uh gosh, I can't think of her name. She's half uh Japanese or maybe Korean and black, that broad is bad.
1: Yeah, I mean she uh, she won an open. That, what was it two yeah. years ago?
2: And, and matter of fact, fifteen. Yeah, she she beat Serena at, at age fifteen. So I mean, well, could saw, she compete? Yeah,
0: but a lot I've of seen uh, I've female seen female golfers too. Female yeah. golfers, that's
2: another one. Yeah. But
1: I've seen Serena in an interview on a talk show one time, talking about how they had no business competing with the men yeah you know and that She'll was serena it. herself you mm-hmm. know that she said that you know the average man serve is 30 miles an hour faster than the average women serve and they didn't they ain't got no business in there yeah you know so she's not wanting to shake it up like that she can compete and this and that even though i think she probably can oh yeah yeah
2: how many how many how many of you out there are baseball fans i'm not but i recognize it as a sport baseball fans dude i'm sorry a chicken catch she may be able to throw but do you think she can uh hit like uh well i can't say mark mcguire that dude had some help either way it fucking yeah. goes <laughs> well I mean, <laughs> hey man
1: if we go back to reaching where where we were fans mm-hmm. and i assume your fandom comes out of the 90s mm-hmm. that's where mine comes from when it comes to baseball is out of the 90s yeah
0: yeah
1: i mean uh it's hard to name one of the i mean sammy sosa <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barry Bonds, Bond. <laughs> yeah. Roger Clemens. Name Clemens, one. Yeah. Name one that wasn't. You know
2: what I mean? You can There's can't. a reason in men's sport that we called that dude the big unit, right? <laughs> so I mean, go figure. But if you're gonna throw, like, and I always like I started from the beginning, a broad net over this thing. Is maybe something that you guys aren't up on. You talk about NCAA versus a different division like HBCU just now. They got Dion Sanders coaching Jackson state. Now uh, these networks are willing to show HBCU games. Now, granted, they're not getting the ticket sales, but the athletes, if you look at the athletes in the NBA or the NFL, rather, these dudes are leaving historically black colleges to go to uh, NCAA division one college. Not because of the talent, but because of the recognition. They know where the money is. When it's time to draft. Or,
1: you know, where they can be seen. Yeah, where they can be seen. Yeah, where they can be seen. W- yeah. When it's
2: time to draft, they know where they need to be. So, you got... Uh,
1: and that's not... Uh, see, and uh, the one thing I don't like about that is people try to make that like a uh, like a sellout
0: yeah. cultural decision.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, when it's just... uh a business decision. Yeah, it's just, hey man... I want to get the most bang for my buck. I'm going to go where I can be seen. Mm-hmm. So now
2: they're trying to give the HBCUs equal bang. But if they're trying to do that, the people who are fans need to support support the team. Yeah, show Buy up. a ticket, dog. Don't stand there at the fence to see your son play. Buy <laughs> a fucking <laughs> ticket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, something needs to happen, for real. All right. We hit a lull. I, I, I'll go with you know what else we need to talk about? And I was talking to my dad. Apparently my dad heard the podcast. Oh, which one? Uh, Number two.
1: Oh, that uh, was the one where we got smashed.
2: Smashed! <laughs> yeah, we got smashed on that podcast. Uh, so. And he told me, he said, uh, he, he told me, he said, uh, a couple of things. Number one, you got some different opinions, and that's cool. He said, but uh, I could tell you were drunk. I was like, okay. He said, if you want people And he was correct. (laughs) Very correct. He said, if you want people to respect your opinions, whether it's political or socially, you don't need them to recognize you as being drunk. Because then, uh, automatically, it takes validity away from your point, whether it's right or not. All right? And he also said, if it's three guys talking about issues, whether it's social issues or not, he said, at some point in time, you talk about man issues.
1: Right. I agree. He,
2: he, he brought up the point where we, we, as men talked about, uh, depression and, and just dealing with, uh, male issues. That's the one that he saw. He said, that was great. He said, you need to give more of that. He said, if you give more of that, he said, men talk to men about issues that they won't talk to women. He said, and if men are talking to men, you'll get more followers. Well, see man. And one thing that I
1: want to like, what your dad's talking about is, is I did talk to a guy, that was felt some type of way about us talking about dudes being, being sad and it not being okay to be sad, you Mm know? So I do agree with that, that, you know, hit the stuff that dudes are uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. That, that maybe, maybe there's some guy out there that's uh, struggling with, you know, he don't think he's doing good enough or something like that. Yeah. And whenever it's something that we all think about, he sets
2: the bar high for himself. Every guy, am I letting
1: my, you know what I mean? Like, Am I letting my kids down? Do I, should I work this weekend to make the money or should I spend time with my family? You know, that's all shit that dudes are thinking about. And and then you, you get into this balance in life of trying to work enough to make sure everybody has the, what they want. And trying to be home enough to make sure everybody has the you they want. And it's tough sometimes, man. Because sometimes you have no choice but to go with the money side and not the you side, you know? And I'd say there's a lot of guys struggling with shit like that, and it's all right to talk about it. Well, the quick know? fix for
0: all that is just don't have fucking kids. Man, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> That
2: shit got good to me, dog. I couldn't pull out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's, but you uh, know what? And,
2: and that's a point, dude. Your, your lady was sick. Uh-huh. And at that point, there was a different side of you that she was counting on as opposed to the previous side of you that was just like there and bringing in paycheck and paying this bill or whatever. Now she's counting on you for different
0: shit. Oh yeah, definitely. I
2: mean, and that, that's something that, that we, we need to talk about, I guess. I, mean,
0: I want to suck start a pistol every day, but I don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I watched, um, remember, if y'all seen, uh, we're the millers.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love
2: that movie. A dude sits down in the barber chair. He's like, I want the haircut, uh, that says, I'm 35 and I work hard as shit just to keep my wife and ungrateful kids and fucking uh a uh, 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 name brand gear until I have a, the gumption to put a shotgun in my mouth and fu- su- fucking suck start it. So this one, right? <laughs> yeah, it's true, hey. man. We just, hey,
1: have you the, guys ever seen the another one that goes in there? You guys ever seen the Bill Burr skit where he talks about uh like uh, a guy finally being so weak that he can't get off of his sofa.
2: <laughs> no. Uh,
1: he talks about how, like, this woman has bitched at him every day for 50 years, and finally he tries to get off his couch, and his legs won't let him. And it finally happened. He finally had to give up on life. Dude, it's the greatest
2: shit. I love oh, that guy. Damn. My, wa- my, my daughter asked me uh, today, she said, Daddy, are you excited about Christmas? and I didn't want, I didn't want to crush her. Right. I'm, I'm driving the car. She's sitting in the back and Jesse looked at my hands and, and they just fucking cringed over. She was like, you're all right. is she know right there in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, no, I'm not excited about Christmas. I'm excited about the birth of Christ. And I think we should celebrate that. And I think it's something we should recognize Set that to the side for a second. The commercial portion, dude, I save all year long in my Christmas club to come home and give my kids everything. Everything. Things that there is time and effort and that goes into Christmas that kids will never know. We didn't know
1: right. until we started see, doing it. Yeah.
2: I mean, well, shit bruh.
1: i'm thinking about uh i'm thinking about making my kids work at an early age yeah God, i don't know what else to do for them man like uh they don't know Damn like it. i ain't gonna sit here and say that i'm like the greatest dad in the world and i don't make mistakes and uh we don't struggle at any point but what i'm saying is is like it's way different than the way i was brought up the way these
0: kids are <laughs> I mean, I haven't been excited for any type of holiday in years, I since get, I was a
1: kid. I get kind of pumped for Halloween, and then I get pumped for Thanksgiving and New Year's. I really enjoy I, New Year's, I, I
0: I enjoy New Year's, because I get to hang out and get drunk with all my friends and all that bullshit. But as far as Thanksgiving and Christmas go, where I work in retail, man... You sucked the fucking life out of me 20 fucking years ago, and I get two flying fucks (laughs) if you get something for what you want for Christmas or Thanksgiving, man. I'm done with it. Done.
2: God damn it. In the sale paper, it said ranch dressing was on sale two for five dollars, and you ain't got
0: none, and God damn it, it's your fault. Uh, fuck it. sorry, guy. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, everybody else in town wanted it too, and I'm telling you one thing, man, it's just It really has. I guess, man, if I had kids, it might be different, but I don't have kids, so I mean, I just can't stand it. It literally makes me sick. I don't like celebrating none of that shit.
2: Kids don't listen to the podcast, so I'll say this. Do you know what... Every man out there, listen to me now. Do you know what excites you, what excited you about Christmas? When you were young, think back to the point when your mother died. Mom made christmas excited mom went out of the way to cook these special cookies she she added that special smell to the house she pumped you up that things was gonna happen mom did that and when mom was no longer around it
0: seems like that feeling died died it left you yeah i feel Mm -hmm. i feel the same way because like after mom died, I mean, dad tried to do his best a few best years. Could, I was still I mean, home.
2: Dude's working.
0: But, it I mean, it's just, it's its over with. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. Like, if I think about it now, when I think about, oh, what made you happy around Christmas, it wasn't the fucking gifts. Yeah,
2: it wasn't the gifts. It was
0: like, you know, the ritual of, oh, we're going over the here. The feeling leading up to And then we're it. going over here, and we're spending time hey, with this person. And that shit's gone.
1: Do you know what plays into that a lot? And us as dudes... And I'm not talking about just us three. I'm talking about dudes in general. We have a hard time feeling empathy for something with a dick, man. You know what I mean? Like, it, they can handle it, kind of.
2: Suck it you up, know, bro.
1: You know, suck it up, man. Nobody fucking cares. That's the way you feel about dudes. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, Like, nobody gives a fuck about a dude. Yeah. Especially once once you hit that 16, 17-year-old level. Shit. Well, nobody, I mean, nobody cares if you fuck up. Nobody cares if you make a bad... Maybe your parents do. But you know? you, you ain't getting them but Christmas gifts like, like you used to. Like, if you see, if you see some girl, 18-year-old girl, done got the fuck beat out of her, you're like, oh, these motherfuckers, man, I can't believe somebody would do that to this...
0: We're going to handle Girl, this shit. I can't
1: believe they need to be under the goddamn jail, all this and that. Yeah. You see an 18-year-old guy get his ass beat, you're looking at it, you're laughing at the yeah. article, and you're going, number two, guess Carter. he shouldn't have been running his fucking mouth, should he? You, you, you better know, hit the and, gym, bitch. And you don't even know the story. You know yeah. what I mean? This dude could have been completely in the right, he got his ass beat, and you're like, well, she shouldn't
0: have been there. Fucking- well, I think that goes with anything as far as like about mail or whatever. You don't yeah, really get, you don't yeah. really give a fuck about them until you see that they passed away, and they're like, "Oh, goddamn, man, that sucks." I ain't
2: gonna fuck with that dude no more. Yo, did y'all yeah. buy brew, or, 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 or y- y'all 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 got weed to roll? That's exactly how how it goes. Oh, damn, dude ain't here no more. Who's got beer, man? I mean, like- <laughs> we just skip right over that. Nobody worries about his yeah. family. Nobody worries about, you know, his kids or whatever. Yo, they'll be all right. I tell you what, man. I'm going to stop by. I'm, I'm going to take his kids some cokes. All right. That's cool. Pass me a piece of that pizza, man. Yeah. I mean, it just rolls right and over. And
1: guys are just as responsible for it as anybody. Yeah. Like, having compassion for a male, another, even. Another dude. Even, like, your buddy sitting around, like, they will view you as weak for having compassion for a dude. You know, what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, you know, there's a guy I work with that I feel, you know, bad for. He's not all there. And I feel like, you know, when I see him get bullied or whatever, I step in and be like, you need to fucking quit because I can't stand that shit.
1: Now, that is one thing I can't handle. I
0: cannot stand like, that I shit. Like, can,
1: I can get down with uh, me fucking with somebody. Oh, yeah. Or two guys fucking with each other. But uh man, I can't handle a bullying situation. I've been like nah, that since man, I was a kid. I can't, I can't handle it. I, can't handle it.
2: I, I don't think so. I feel different on this situation. I do. And let me tell you why. I feel like when we went on this whole uh n- zero bullying or bullying campaign and we don't tolerate bullying in school, I think that's when motherfuckers didn't have thick skin. The the bully at your school kinda kinda helped you develop some uh How do we call it? Some defense tactics. The bully taught you how to fucking fight. The bully taught you, dude, you ain't gonna talk about my mom, I'm gonna talk about yours. And now we have kids that are coming up in this generation that are soft as fucking cotton. And granted, I understand it's about the way you grew up, and maybe your dad should have taught you better. But that local bully, right now, is sitting somewhere in a fucking dumpster. Now you can look at that bitch like, need a job? Nope, we ain't hiring. I mean, bullying, and I I understand, there are extreme cases where the bully made people commit suicide, and it's wrong. Don't get me wrong by saying uh, bullying is right and we should still bully. I'm saying something different. Bullying is, at a time, it played a part. It did. It played a part, and I think that when we stopped bullying, we as a society got sensitive than a motherfucker about everything. We got sensitive about being homosexual. We got sensitive about black and white and racial issues. Wh- whether it's right or it's wrong is one thing. but Why the fuck are you so sensitive about it? If I say something that you don't like, alright dude, that was fucked up. I didn't like that. Drive on about your business. No, god damn it, I'm going to HR and filing a fucking report and fuck you. Why are you so sensitive about it, bruh? Well see, like but on the
1: flip side of that, what if, what if being bullied made him sensitive?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Because I know a dude right now that has been big his whole life, and you can take, uh, you can you can say whatever you want to this guy, and he's fine. He's laughing and joking with you. Call him a fat ass.
0: See his demeanor. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Call him a fat ass and watch him fucking like that. So I think there is two sides to that. Like, uh, I don't I don't know what the, like me, when I had a bully, I don't remember being bullied. Like I did a little bit in elementary school, but I just fought, man. You know, uh, and once, and I didn't win all of them, you Thank know, you. by Thank any you. means.
2: Thank you. Anybody out there who tells me, I won every fight, I beat everybody. You're lying, dude. Hey, dude, I'll tell you what, one of my buddies,
1: he hit me so goddamn hard, I don't remember the fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and but, you're friends now. But, yeah, and, and we were friends when we fought, but he was bullying me, I felt like I was being disrespected, and we had a fight, and he, and he beat my ass. Yeah. And I, But, once, once the bullies in my life, the people that I would say were bullies in my town or at my school, once they knew Shane will punch you in the face because there's one thing about fucking with a grown man or some, a uh, guy that's about your weight and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. That, that's
1: that is, is a grown man will hit you in the face like a grown man. a Grown, grown ass man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So if once they know, Hey, this dude's going to clip me if I, if I cross the line, they don't, yeah. they just don't cause they don't want that. You know, they want somebody that they can...
2: Timid. You're going to crawl up, roll over in that fucking ball Yeah, and go say, cry
1: to the teacher or something.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll admit, dude, when I graduated high school, graduated high school, I weighed 97 pounds. I had to get a three-pound waiver just so the military would fucking take me. Hell yeah, I got bullied in school because I was just little. Yeah. I was tall, but I was just little. And like you said, I didn't win every fight. And some of the fights I didn't win, yeah, I snuck some motherfuckers. I had to come back. Dude, bust some bitches over the head. But once you realize, or once the bully realizes, all right, yeah, we beat his ass, but he ain't no hoe. If there's a certain level of respect, and you get that. And I'm, I'm going to lay that to the side. But there's also a certain level of confidence that you develop in yourself that I can do some things. I don't have to let people... Pick on me and run over me. And you know what? Getting your ass beat ain't that bad. Ain't that bad? It is not that bad.
1: Like, two people going at it, just hands. Mm -hmm. Two normal people. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to say that, like, me and uh, Tyson are going to throw hands and I'm going to walk out okay. You know, two regular dudes, they're going to be more than likely at the end of the fight. Tired. You know, somebody lost, somebody won, Mm -hmm. somebody's bleeding. Everybody's okay though. Yeah. And we've lost a lot of that. Like like we've got people, I don't know if it's it's developed into a pride thing. Like is it prideful that they can't stand to to stand in front of their buddies and lose a fight? Yeah. You know, or yeah. if that they think that they gotta take it to the level of, Oh, he ain't beat my ass, I'll shoot him. He ain't beat I'll my ass, him. I'll stab him.
2: I'll stab him. Whenever
1: yeah. whenever you two just go out and lock up, everybody walks away, everybody's fine.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and it's there's no harm in that. But, you know, and then you've got the other side of that where some guys out there talking shit, and then you, you slap the shit out of them, you end up in cuffs. You know, there is the bitch side of the, yeah. you know, to
2: fight like that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with fighting. There's a reason why men fight. There's a reason why, why, why chicks fight. Most of the time, that's men. But, <laughs> I mean, if, if you're going to fight, there's nothing wrong with standing up fighting. There's nothing wrong with losing a fight. But, damn, men respect each other. Hey man, and I tell you what, I've fought with people I won against.
1: You know, I fought and win the fight, and next time we we hook up because I'm cocky now. Yeah. you no, know, I I, I, be, can I beat, beat your his ass. ass. I beat your ass, man. <laughs> and the next fight, it don't go that way. <laughs> like
0: it don't... <laughs> it don't go that way at all. No. Uh, I lost my title. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> I, I've gotten up and looked at my friends like, why y'all ain't stopping? Yeah. <laughs> why y'all let him fuck me up like that? Dude, dude I-, I
1: had one buddy that we were on a school bus. And this one dude, I don't know why it didn't go no farther than it did. Like, I had a little bit of a reputation, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna say I was like a badass or anything, but, you know. But this dude was my best friend. You know, and the other dude, I have no doubt in my mind, would have whooped his ass. I mean, absolutely would have whooped his ass. Well, they're going back and forth on the bus, and my buddy stands up, and he goes across this dude's face, (laughs) open-handed, one direction. How do you disrespect a man? Slap, open-handed slap. He goes across (laughs) his face one direction, full swing, open-handed the front side. And comes back across the oh, other
0: side oh, 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 of oh, his face oh, with the back
1: of his hand. You
2: got backhanded.
1: And old dude's just standing there, you know, looking at him. And dude, it was all, you Dude, know, good
2: slap, but you about to die. No,
1: dude, dude didn't do shit, man. He didn't do shit. Really? Didn't do shit. And then everything, you know, settled down. I was like, damn. And I was talking to my buddy, and he's like, fuck, man. I know you got my back. I was like nah no, dude. dude i said if he'd have come across that seat on you you were fucked you were because... shaking hands with danger bitch <laughs> but uh <laughs> but then the the other the dude that got slapped thought the same thing really you know what i mean he thought i had dudes back whenever i would have like
2: both of y'all ain't gonna beat my ass
1: like yeah. uh he slapped him both directions <laughs> with both sides of his fucking hand
2: like it was the funniest
1: shit i'd ever seen but at the same time i was like dude that is the most disrespect and still to this day i've never seen that amount of disrespect laid down and nothing happened
2: no (laughs) No. and nothing happened (laughs) nothing happened
0: no no i always thought junior high was worse than high school it is i think it was too high school was very chill like everybody, it seemed like everybody you got were. along. Yeah, you've seen a couple of fights here and there, and there's people you didn't like or whatever. Yeah, but, like, but it wasn't like, oh, I hate that motherfucker, He going to die. You know, bullshit. Or just flat-out bullying for no reason. Usually,
1: no. And by the time I was in high school, two guys were locking up, they had they had an issue over a girl. Yep. You know, I mean, they had an issue over something else. Exactly. Something. I wasn't fighting school. Like, school fighting, because... One, y'all don't know my mama.
2: Amen. I'm telling you, Amen. there wasn't no
1: fighting going on in school because yeah. I would have lost the fight at the house.
2: Yeah, and my mama was known for coming to school and paddling your ass.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, my mom didn't give yeah. two fucks. She beat, beat your beat you. ass in school. The ball field, school, fucking. And then if somebody said something to her, she'd ask them if they, <laughs> yeah, if they They're wanted it.
0: Yeah, they getting it too.
1: Yeah. yeah, my mom was different, man.
0: We got yeah. one fight in high school. That's one like fight. I see
1: a lot of that about uh, like they talking about uh, white women don't whip their kids versus Sheet. black. I tell you this right now. It wasn't my mama. No. no.
2: I got an aunt and we went out with my aunt one time and she beat every one of our black asses <laughs> in the middle of Hex. Remember when Hex was down there? I do. yep. she, she whooped our asses in Hex. And I remember people walking by, and I looked at them like, y'all going to help us? Now? No. <laughs> no. Because if you were wrong, you was wrong. But
1: Dude, I'll tell you something else, too. And I hated it, too, because my neighbors could whip my ass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. My grandma. I mean, if I was at your house, you had full-fledged permission to whip my ass.
2: My ass.
0: Yep. Yeah. You know what you're saying about high school? Oh, I just got in like one fight and uh and I feel horrible about it. I feel horrible about it you know off I don't feel too bad about it now but back back then I mean I I, I ruined this kid like I ain't saying I'm a badass because I'm not I just got lucky you know
2: and lucky but job. but
0: but like I scared the kid half to death and he never did come back to school I guess he went on homebound or some shit. And, you know, I feel bad about it ever since. Because I was like, man, think about what his life's like now just because of that one stupid fucking Have You ever watch Billy did. Madison? Oh, yeah. You're on his list. <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: yeah.
0: coming, Mike. God damn. Hell well, I hope he doesn't yeah. it soon. and it gets me Alex faster. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> but you know what? There's something to be said about being bullied or being the bullier, and and I'm look at this the different way. There's a reason why this cat's out there fucking with small kids or people who are smaller than him. He ain't got no self confidence, and as soon as somebody punches the bully in the face, like, oh shit. But
0: what's this motherfucker's home life like? Oh, he's probably getting his ass kicked by his dad or Or whoever's you know raising him or some
1: bullshit. I'll tell you a gravity situation that I had that I seen, like, went to uh, one of my sons. It was his kindergarten graduation, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was watching him run around in a circle there, you know, and this kid takes him and throws him into a bunch of Lego blocks and shit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For no reason, it just happened. I didn't have a chance to talk to Maddox about it, you know, to tell him. What, what are you doing? You don't it, take that shit. You don't do that. You, 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 you punch him in the fucking head when you get back into the circle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't don't stand there and cry. What are you doing? You know, which he's still just a little guy. But but then, and it really hit home to me thinking about it afterwards, you know, after the whole situation played out. Well, we're there. Maddox comes up to me. And the kid, I, I was watching him after that, you know, because I don't want him fucking with my son. Yeah. You know what I mean? making my son's life some type of way when it don't have to be. Well, I'm watching the kid, and then the graduation all simmers down, you know, and I see this kid, the kid that bullied my son, running around, slowly realizing, I can see it dawning on him, ain't nobody there. Mm. You know what I mean? He's looking for his parents. Somebody
2: else. He's yeah.
1: looking for, you know, he wants to show them this certificate, Ain't nobody there, man. And then, you know what? I was like, you know what, man? Maddox, let's just... It's okay, man. Let's just go get the in the gravity. The yeah, gravity just the, situation. the whole yeah. situation finally worked out in my head. This, more than likely, they could have just been at work. I don't know his situation, you yeah. know? But more than likely, he's probably got about as much guidance as...
0: As he has you know? right here. Yeah, yeah, right
1: now. This is probably his guidance. What I'm seeing is probably the guidance this kid's got. And you know what, Maddox? Don't punch him in the face. Let's just go home because.
2: So I was watching, uh, and I don't know how many other people saw it. Uh, if you saw this, go ahead and comment on it when you when you listen to the podcast. But I saw uh, a place or a school, high school rather, uh, down south somewhere where they were having a bunch of fights and a bunch of dumb shit going on. Cops were coming. What's the People their dads showed up, and their fucking yeah, dads yeah, showed up. Yeah, yeah. A whole group of dads showed up at the school, and the principal was like, "You know what? Grown men, go ahead." And all they did, all the dads did, walk around, was be present. Yeah, was just be there. I mean, they they didn't touch nobody's kid. They didn't cuss nobody's kid. They were just there. But there's a different level when. I know Shane's kid, and I see him messing up, and I say, hey, Maddox, come here, dude. What the hell are you doing, bro? Mm -hmm. Is something wrong? Do we need to talk about something? Nah, nah, Mr. Coveney, I was just messing around. Dude, don't do that no more. Go to class, man. Instead of him getting written up and suspended and all kind of crazy stuff, what happens? And we're in rural West Virginia, and I'm going to say this, and I hope somebody takes me serious. What happens when dads decide, on my day off, I'm going to school? Right now, the schools have a policy that parents can't come to school. We can't walk in. We can't do anything because we have to go through the office and COVID and Privacy Act. We, we, we don't want to protect the other kids. And that's what's wrong.
0: Well, hell, how, how half the dads that show up in this state of school and be in the bathroom. Hide in the motherfuckers. up heroin in the bathroom. <laughs> It's fucked up. It's true. It's true. Dude.
2: But, I mean, if I'm a dad and what happens if I go, if I walk in school and I tell my kid, open up your locker, open up your book bag. Let me see what you got in it. Some, some strange shit will happen, man. When I was in school, you had uh, teachers that would be like, dude, what you got? You, had, you knew that your, you could look at any time through that little glass pane in the door, and everybody would be like, whose mommy is that? Oh, it's your motherfucking mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she about to beat your ass. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that needs to happen again.
1: But I didn't see that, uh, that program you were talking about where the dads were coming to school, and mm-hmm. everything stopped yeah. immediately. And it's just a... Uh, In this world where masculinity is frowned upon, upon. it is uh, made to believe that it's something wrong. But I can tell you straight up, uh, whenever I walk in the house, the kids are completely different for me than they are
2: their mom. Their vibe changes. Yeah. They know that something's different.
1: But it's just, uh, and I don't walk around kicking my kids through doors and shit. You know, they just know that, all right, dad's home, he's going to. You know, if he tells me something,
2: I should probably do it. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably listen or pay attention. And I'm not saying that that mom don't have that vibe too, but it's a different vibe. Yeah, it is. It is, man. It really is. So today with Proper 12, smooth as fast. This is also the same whiskey that uh, Conor McGregor endorses. So we're giving it a shot. Uh, rich and smooth is what it says on it. Guys, I don't know if I, if I support it or not. It's got a different taste. My God.
1: It is not on the level of Buffalo Trace. Oh. No, no, no. It no, is no. definitely closer. We've got some of the best whiskey we've ever drank in the kerosene. God damn. It my. is on the kerosene side. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But I could drink it and get tore up on it. Oh, definitely so. But, uh, that's what we got for you guys tonight. Try to look us up. Hit us up on Facebook.
2: Tell us what you think of this proper 12. Uh, I- I'll pass judgment on it to see what kind of thoughts we get on it. I mean, so- some of you might like it, some of you might hate it. Hit us up.
0: I'm good, man. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it.
2: It, sa- it says on here, particularly, it says uh, a smooth blend with hints of vanilla, honey, and toasted wood. I don't taste none of that. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know what the fuck they're smoking. I don't taste
2: none of that.
1: What is the price level on this?
2: Uh, I got it for uh,
1: $32. It is...
2: I wouldn't pay it. I would
1: save my money on this. Yeah. I would go, you can get a better whiskey. You can get Jameson or some shit. shit. Yeah, you can get a better whiskey in the price range.
2: I got that bottle of whiskey, uh, that bottle of Wheatley's for uh, 22 bucks. Yeah, go figure.
1: Yeah, it's not horrible. It's not kerosene, but it ain't thirty-two dollar whiskey.
2: No. no. Not
1: at all. all right, later, guys. Thanks for listening. If you listen,
2: holler back, bro.